0: Greetings, comic bookers and comic bookies and comic fans and comic girls and comic guys alike. That's right. It is time for another episode of the Cast on the 4i Radio Network. This is episode number 57. Of course, we're recording on July 21st. It'll be released on July 22nd. So technically, I think we're going to be up to date on this one. So... But uh, we are here to talk about, now this is actually, it's not probably going to be a small podcast, which is kind of funny, because we will be talking about Ant-Man. Yes, there will be spoilers, and I'm going to say, uh, we'll talk about it more, but I was pleasantly surprised with this movie. Uh, of course, we've got a bunch of cool stuff that's come out of the San Diego Comic-Con, Kyle's going to touch upon with some Power Ranger comics. And also there's the, why, Batman Returns? have the bat nipples, technically I thought it was Batman Forever, so I think somebody... I'm going to say, I'm not going to say it's Kyle, I'm going to say it's probably whoever wrote the article, because Kyle probably just copied and pasted, for our first look at Storm and Quicksilver from the new X-Men movie, and a bunch of other stuff from Lucasfilm, so without further ado, we'll get our intro music going, and Kyle and I won't be singing, because apparently someone does not like our singings, so we'll have to come up with something new when we do everything, but anyways... Here we go, comic fans, Excelsior!
1: None of us can do it alone. Together, we have a chance. We can avenge the wrongs caused by all these villains. We can be Avengers.
0: Our world's about to break. So Alright, of course we are the Longbox Cast, episode number fifty seven. You can find us at longboxcast.com, part of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com. Also, to listen to the show, you can listen to the show on 4iradio.com, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace, BlackBerry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, DoubleTwist, YouTube, Swell Radio, SoundCloud, and Player FM. Of course, this podcast is brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs, illustrates and designs that fit your personalities. For samples and inquires, visit revengelover.com. Of course, we are a proud supporter of Comic Care. If You don't know what Comic Care is? That is a great, great foundation that takes your old comic books and donates them to children's hospitals. So if you're like, I don't know what to do with these old comic books, but I don't just want to get rid of them or give them to some weird, creepy guy at a comic book shop is like, uh, 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 worst issue ever kind of guy, then you can go to ComicCare.org, check out their page, go ahead and give them a like and with that. We love everything that they do. And also, if you want to buy some cool swag for them as well, they have comic care t-shirts and decals and plenty of other stuff and all the proceeds goes to the foundation. So, even though you're paying all like maybe it's like 15 bucks for a shirt, that's 100%, $15 boom goes to the children's charity. So, definitely check them out. And of course, don't forget Fantasy Escape Comics, cards, and collectibles, you can find them in the Virginia Beach area, or find them online at fantasyescape.com. Also check out their eBay account, just look for the user ID, 50, that's the number 50, and Batman. All right, I think that gets all of our great people who support us and help us and give us money so we can keep this pirate ship afloat, as you can see. You guys can't see, but Kyle can see pirate flag in the back. Um, But without further ado, Kyle, what the hell have you been up with?
1: Um, well, I was just telling you a little bit ago, I went on a little adventure trying to fix my phone, so those who have actually been listening to podcasts regularly, you know that my cell phone has been a bitch lately, plug in the cord, and I usually have to jiggle it to make it uh, charge, well, apparently all that needed to happen was just some dust cleaning out, and now she works like brand new.
0: Yes, which now makes me go, crap, that's probably what I should have done with my phone, and instead of having to pay 400 something dollars now.
1: But not all is lost because I still had to go to the Apple store to get it fixed. Uh, I went to a Hot Topic store and I picked up a few items. Ooh. I got a, the greatest Sesame Street character ever, Super Grover pop vinyl. <laughs> awesome. I know. I, I saw, like, I've seen. A, super Grover! I've seen a, the other uh, Sesame Street ones, and they always had, like, an advertisement for Super Grover on the back, and I'm like, I want freaking Super Grover. Why can't I have them? But they never had them, so they finally had them, I was like, hell yes. And then this, I found to be quite intriguing. I haven't tried it yet. Maybe I'll do it here, live on the show, but Deadpool Cologne. Ooh! I know, but on the back, it says Deadpool Eau de toilette Spray. So I don't know if it smells like a toilet or what, but I am gonna do a live recording of me smelling this. Ooh, awesome. So this, should, this should be interesting. And Steve's like, what the hell? We didn't talk about this.
0: No, I'm, I am I'm have surprised I have a bunch of other surprises i got to show you as well. So, it um, involve and a box. it does involve the box.
1: Yes. Oh, before I get too far, um, I have something to add to the long box box. Nice. Another thing. Um, So I'm going to show you, and everyone else doesn't get to know. But I got this on Hot Topic a while back. I don't really need it, but it's a little – I'll at least say this. It's a keychain. Oh, nice! Yeah, so I, I figured this would be. perfect. I ha- and I don't have it with me, but I will take a picture of it when I do
0: get it. But I love that. I love that.
1: Uh huh.
0: But I do also have something to add to the long box box as well. Nice. So um, I will send you the picture of the of the of the item. I uh, almost it away mm-hmm. there. Um, but and then yeah, we'll start building. We'll start building some more stuff. Actually, that's Ooh. what I'm kind of doing. I'm actually going to go through a bunch of stuff today and try to find some stuff that I want to throw in uh to the uh long box box for people
1: okay so here's the bottle it's got the devil logo on it it's okay round.
0: okay first off even if the clone sucks or whatnot that's still a cool bottle
1: okay Ooh, actually it smells pretty good
0: oh oh don't you know how to do it spray on my arm yeah spray it on your wrist and then smell Once like a i want to get it.
1: my uh yeah no, no. band thing it's all good shit that smells good does it yeah that smells actually pretty good Nice. I, I wish computers had like this smelly vision thing or whatever, so I could show you. But unfortunately, I may not be able to show you this until next time or the, when we finally get to meet. Yes,
0: yeah, so when Kyle and I meet, we're gonna make a. We're gonna have to make a short film where Kyle met Steve.
1: Ooh, when Steve met Kyle.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: So, anyways, um, so that's that. Um, past weekend, let's see, went and saw Ant Man. Bing.
0: And Did you see it in 3D?
1: Hell to the no. Okay, because everyone's been raving
0: about this is actually the first movie that the 3D actually works.
1: Huh. I can see that. Um, unfortunately, no limited budget and whatnot. But apparently, if you buy it and buy the IMAX 3D version at uh, Regal Cinemas, they'll give you like special Ant-Man tickets. Oh. But it was only while limited supplies last, so I'm pretty sure they'll be Damn. out by now.
0: Yeah, so when I, if I go see it again, I'm going to try to go see it in 3D.
1: Okay. um, Saw that, and then Saturday, went and saw the new Pixar movie, Inside Out. That was pretty good. I want to see that so bad.
0: It, that has, like, nothing to do with comic books and stuff, and I'm no. just like, I want to see it so bad.
1: I will warn you now, that movie plays with your feelings. What are you saying? Is the movie kind of emotional? Yes. Oh, yes, God. it is. It it, 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 I almost, I think, like, I didn't cry. I didn't tear up. I got like a little misty eye thing going on. That's what happened to me.
0: It's all right. It happens.
1: Yeah. So, and then, uh, Sunday, the wife and I watched X-Men days of future past rogue cut. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, that was actually really good. We'll talk about that in just a little bit, but, uh, how was your weekend?
0: Uh, my weekend was pretty good. Um, <clears throat> just, uh, Personal crap uh, sucks, hmm. but uh, just trying to rise above all of that kind of stuff that's going on in my actual physical life. But fantasy life, which is podcasting and everything <laughs> that's wholesome and good, um, is good. Again, I saw Ant-Man as well, was able to go see that. As soon as you were like, I saw it, I was like, okay, I'm like, I got to see it Sunday, or I got to see it Saturday. So I saw it Saturday night, um, fully enjoyed it. Like, mm-hmm. like I thought I was going to enjoy it, but not as much as I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Kind of thing. Like, they did a really good job. And, uh, uh, then of course today um, I got home and my, uh, my loot crate came nice. today for the month of July and this one this one I'm sharing because the last two weren't really anything comic booky I think last one was like a kind of like a uh, uh, robots takeover so there was like uh-huh. an Optimus prime shirt and uh, Terminator stuff. then they also had some uh, hmm. uh, I forget the one before that but this one is all about I guess last year when they did heroes. Mm-hmm. stuff. They decided to do the sequel, so this was Heroes 2, as they called. So I didn't get the stuff last year because I had to cancel my subscription due to financial issues. So, opening the box, I did get some pretty cool stuff. So okay. I'll show Kyle some of these things, and we'll talk about it real quick. So I got this cool Wonder Woman poster. Nice. She can do it. I absolutely like that, nice. so i got to find a place now to put that. Uh, now, I thought this was only going to be a keychain slash bottle opener, but then I read uh-huh. everything else that's on it. It's, so it's a multi-tool. Okay. It's a bat bat and you have a keychain. I know it's really
1: kind of hard to. Yeah, see. lighting's a little difficult, but okay. Uh,
0: but uh, I will take pictures of all this stuff. But it, it, on one ha- on one side of the bat uh, wing, it's mm-hmm. a it's a flathead screwdriver, mm-hmm. and then it's a crosshead screwdriver on the other one. So I'm like, oh, this is literally a multi tool. Uh, okay. Really cool. Yeah, that's what I was like. Then uh, they got these figures, and I was actually really surprised, because usually when I get figures, I don't get the one that I want. I still get a cool figure, but usually you look on the back, you go, oh, I could have gotten that one kind of thing. This time I actually got the one that I wanted. So it's a little Batman from 19, uh,
1: 1966.
0: Huh. And, of course, I guess on the back they showed a Catwoman and Superman as well. So um, so I got that little figure. And then let's open this box. I got this really cool book, which I think we're going to have to talk about. We might get some idea, but it's called The League of Regrettable Superheroes. (laughs) Nice. So this was not only going to be a great coffee book uh, uh, table, you know, coffee book table for my coffee table, obviously, but I am going to go through this and try to find some humdingers where we can look these up and talk about these things on the show. So I thought that was really kind of cool. Then I got this weird game steam, not too sure about it. Then I got a Spock uh, car freshener.
1: Nice. And
0: then last but not least, you get the normal button, which is kind of cool. It's like a Batman kind of loot crate thing going on. Mm-hmm. And then you get the Legend of Zelda sweatband. So surprising this month, no t-shirt.
1: Huh. I know well, uh, uh, NerdBlock always has a t-shirt. So I think it's, I- loot Crate doesn't always do a t-shirt, but NerdBlock always does.
0: <laughs> Which is funny because I did. I'm doing Arcade Block, ah. <laughs> and uh, uh, Nerd Block. Don't get me wrong; I absolutely love Bl- Nerd Block. I actually want to see if they have a deal going on. If I could do both subscriptions for like a not like the full two price of those things, right? But uh, next Nerd Block that I'm going to get is actually Sonic the Hedgehog theme with Sweet. The Last of Us, and then you get two T-shirts with that one coming up next month. So I'm like, okay, so hmm. I'll uh, try to keep everyone up to date with those. But those are good now, that comes in.
1: Let me ask well, you yeah. this. Uh, have you seen the uh, Marvel boxes? Yes, Yeah. which is um, actually
0: really funny about that. Uh, I know somebody here that actually gets it. Oh, cool. Not like I know them physically, but I just know like when the mail truck is coming around, they're delivering <laughs> it. And they actually have it, the box on the thing. I saw it like twice. I'm like, it's something that I was like, I really want to get though.
1: Well, apparently Marvel only does it every other month. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I was looking at it, um, the last one was June, and it was an Ant-Man-themed one. Okay. And then the next one comes out in August, and it's, uh, Secret Wars-themed. And apparently each one always at least has a pop vinyl.
0: Yeah, that's another thing I'm really, like, I really, actually, I will say this, with the Ant-Man movie that came out, I really want to get the pop vinyl of Ant-Man and, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Yellow Jacket.
1: Um. Yeah, I definitely want to get that as well, because that'll complete, because it'll help my, uh, avengers pop vinyl collection so i'm only getting the avenger themed ones like i have vision i have hawkeye i've got four deadpools but you know that's a different story i got black widow and i got a hulk and i got a captain america in my storage unit. so
0: yeah it's funny though because like that's like i've been trying to pick those yeah, ones out too. the the pop vinyl ones um mm-hmm. i keep getting addicted to but yeah that's something ah now that you mention that i'll have to see well i'll have to i have to do my finances first and well, I, I think it's out. like
1: $25 and then uh, $6 for shipping. Okay. Yeah. But
0: you're probably getting a lot of cool stuff with that, though.
1: Oh, I'm sure, because it's Marvel, so you know you're going to get all... Um,
0: you know, then you know it's going to happen. DC will do one. So on and so forth. And then you'll get like the weird comics-like image.
1: So I just posted a picture of uh, the Deadpool clone on my Twitter. Uh-huh. Someone just, uh, tweet, someone just tweeted me saying, does it smell like Deadpool? I'm responding with, no, it does not smell like it's a Mexican
0: food. <laughs> Mexican food. You might want to finish the
1: sentence. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You're like, he has something against <laughs> <to get laughs>
0: Hispanics and their food. Well, screw we him. No, it does
1: not smell like Mexican food. There we go.
0: There we go. But yeah, so, uh, so that's been
1: basically... <laughs> but, Someone else just tweeted me asking me, does it smell like chimichangas? <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, now
1: I kind of want it to smell like that. Uh, sadly, no...
0: Uh, so, but anyway, so okay. uh, what do you want to tackle first? Do we want to we dive into um, this, uh, the meat and potatoes of this podcast, what we're going to talk about. Or should we hit all the little mini sh- – I've been trying to figure out like a little mini like – like I know Kevin Smith on his Batman, Batman does his utility belt kind of thing.
1: Well, I was just thinking we'll just uh, just go down the list. I think we'll just start off with the uh, my review of X-Men Days of Future Past, Road Cut, if you want.
0: Yes, actually, I do want to hear about that. So, yeah, um, so- now – I'll say this before you mention anything. Now, do you think they should have just kept the road cut in the movie? Or... Oh, they they,
1: they should have kept it.
0: Okay, they,
1: they should have kept it. I understand, you know, budgeting wise, time wise, and whatnot. But the road cut was like an additional 19 minutes because on the back they tell you like uh, the theatrical version was this long, and then road cuts this long, so it's an extra okay. 19 minutes. So you start the movie, you really don't notice anything different up until mm-hmm. the point where they go and get a Quicksilver. Okay. So they walk in and then the little girl shows up and they actually put the scene in. It's where she says, I'm a princess. Who are you? And Logan's like, I'm the Wolverine. But (laughs) it doesn't stop there. The mom then turns around, looks at the little girl and says, honey, go play with your little sister. And then she says, but mommy, she doesn't like me. So I'm like, holy shit, they just like, they didn't name drop it, but they just basically mentioned Polaris. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. And people forget that Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch have a uh, sister who is Polaris green hair, green suit, everything. I think she she might be Magneto's favorite child or something. I don't know, but um, just the little hint right there without even like saying anything. I'm just like, even my wife who is a huge x-men fan looks over me and goes did they just I'm like yeah they did <laughs> so I thought that was kind of cool um they you really don't notice much anything else until the big rogue part and that's when uh after kitty's been slashed by uh Wolverine because yes. he was uh, floss, uh you know just waving about with his claws really should have restrained him I don't know why they didn't restrain him beforehand I mean mm-hmm. all magneto had to do was just be like stay but no so uh she's losing a lot of blood bobby goes up to professor and magnino's like look she's losing a lot of blood there's got to be something they can we can do they're like no there's there's no one else that can take kitty's place he's like well what about rogue and then charles xavier's like well unfortunately she's got to be dead because i have not been able to sense her at all and he's and bobby's like well we know where she is, it's just she's in the one place you would never be able to reach. She's inside Cerebro. Mm. And Magneto's like, why haven't you gone rescue her? And he's like, well, it's very fortified, uh, heavy security, there's no way we'd be able to rescue her without killing ourselves. So, Charles is like, well, I might know a few ways to get into that place without, uh, that they may not even know about. Mm Mm-hmm. So Bobby, Magneto, and Charles Xavier go off to the X-Mansion. Charles stays inside the plane. Magneto and Bobby go into the mansion. They rescue uh, Rogue. And on their way back, they get attacked by Sentinels. So Bobby holds them off, and Magneto takes Rogue, and they get into the plane. Bobby dies. Okay. They kill him off. And then they fly off. Well, one of the uh, Sentinels jumps onto the plane and is trying to attack him. So Charles Xavier just, like, hits, like, the gas pedal, I guess. Just basically floors it, and the plane goes faster. And you just see, like, the sentinel just, like, go up the windshield type thing, and then just, like, fly back. (laughs) But he grabs onto the back of the plane, and then they do this thing where, like, they... I guess I would say stealth mode, because, like, the plane collapses in on itself just a little bit to go faster well, it collapses in on the Sentinel's hand, and it basically just rips off.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they get back to the place. Rogue takes Kitty's place and just kind of, like, knocks her out by touching her. And then she starts doing the whole thing with Wolverine. And Wolverine wakes up, and he's like, Rogue? And he gets the idea that Rogue's now taking over. Uh, another thing that they added was after the airport scene where Charles Xavier young Charles Xavier is trying to talk to Mystique.
0: Uh
1: Uh, They're doing the whole thing. Afterwards, um, the next day, Mystique shows up at the the X-Mansion that night. And uh, basically, she starts uh, putting the moves on Beast. And they're making out a little bit. And she's like, you know, um, I want... I want you to be in your full primal instinct. I want this to be, you know, natural basically. So he Mm -hmm. goes beast mode. She turns into her blue thing and they don't actually end up doing anything. She ends up stopping him and walks away. And then she actually basically breaks Cerebro inside the X mansion so Mm. that Charles Xavier can't find her. So then next morning Wolverine, Charles are like, "What the hell's going on?" And Beast shows up. Is like, "Look, I'm sorry. She tricked me. Um, Mystique was here last night, so I'm sorry." And, and then it continues on with the normal movie where they find out where she would be, anyways. Okay. Um, not much else changed. Um, I'm trying to think here. Oh, when uh, at the very end of the future fight, where Magneto mm-hmm. stops everything and everyone's basically starting to die now. Yeah. he puts a wall of metal up against the door yeah. and we all assume that he just died right there because they yeah. never actually show his death mm-hmm. but they show Kitty phasing through the door grabbing Magneto and dragging him back into the building where him and Charles actually have like their final goodbyes basically. Oh, okay. So it was kind of nice to see that they had like their final goodbyes and whatnot and then everything else was the same besides the fact that you just see Rogue doing the mind thing to Wolverine. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Um I... I liked it. It was, uh, different. So that's uh, kind of
0: cool, though. You kind of get a completely different cut of the movie, then.
1: Yeah. It, it... Honestly, I think it actually made the movie better. In my own opinion.
0: No, no, no. That, that sounds pretty, like, legit there. Oh.
1: And there was... They actually added an extra scene to the, uh... Uh, in the middle of the credits, there's a scene of Peter Dinklage's uh, character. Um, what the hell was his name?
0: Uh, oh, um, oh crap. Um, yeah, yeah, I know you're talking about though. Yeah,
1: yeah, Peter Dinklage, his character. Um, they show him in the same cell that Magneto was in mm. in the beginning, and you just yeah. see like a little tray come down, slide right up against him. And then he kind of just like looks up and he sees got like this huge ass beard and whatnot and mm-hmm. that was it. Huh. So I thought that was kind of cool how they did all that.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Very cool. So would you highly recommend the road cut for people? Yes,
1: I would. If you have not picked up Days of Future Past yet, I recommend getting this because it also comes with a theatrical version. So if you want to see just the normal version, there you go. If you just want to see uh, if you want to see the new version, I highly recommend it
0: very cool very cool
1: mhm so let's see here uh what else do you want to talk about um
0: let's see we got uh you want to dive into the uh the power rangers
1: yeah sure all right so per, everyone knows I'm a huge power ranger fan what i know but uh there was Power Ranger comic books for a while uh, back in the old day. And then they came back past few years and they were done by shout fact. No, not shout factor That's their DVD people. Shit, who the hell did? Yeah, fuck it. I don't remember. Um, <laughs> it shows how great of a fan I am. Well, anyways, they just announced that boom studios. Uh, I'm sure you've heard of them. Yes. Uh, they got the rights to, Power Ranger comics because Ooh. the people who had it before uh, kind of just like dropped the ball and didn't care for it anymore. So San Diego Comic Con comes out and Boom Studios has six individual uh, comics, each with uh, the main Rangers: red, blue, yellow, pink, black, and green. They you just see them holding their helmet and in like the reflection of the visor you see their zords. Yes, the artwork is amazing. Are you looking at these? Or are you yeah, just- I'm looking at the
0: page right now. I okay. think it's
1: really cool. Yeah, artwork's amazing. Um, I'm kind of hoping they do this with all the covers, at least this art style. Yeah. It's different. I love it. So apparently, no, though, you had to get them. They were like 5 bucks each, mm-hmm. and they were in blind bags, so you never knew which ones you were getting. Uh. And the Green Ranger was apparently like a 1 in 20 chance of getting or something like that. Oh, crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a story going on with the whole thing. Um, Basically, Goldar's fighting the Green Ranger. Red Ranger shows up to help. Then uh, all the other Rangers come to help. And then Goldar grows. They get in their Zords. They're fighting him. And, you know, the Rangers win to save the day. But the artwork is just... i I just can't get over it. it's amazing i love it i can't wait for the first issue to come out from boom studios i that's gonna be something i will definitely be getting
0: yeah it's really freaking like yeah it's really kind of it's like it's kind of weird like i'm looking at it and it looks really like simple artwork
1: you know what it reminds me of a little bit alex ross
0: there yes
1: yeah, it reminds me a little bit of Alex Ross artwork. Now, I'm not saying he did it. I'm just saying, like, the painted style and everything. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me a lot of his work. Very cool.
0: Yeah, no, it's it looks really kind of cool. And actually, mm-hmm. honestly, like, those little individual covers that they did, mm-hmm. I kind of want to see those as posters now.
1: Yeah, um, well, it, they're basically, like, they're they kind of are posters because one side is the Ranger, and then the other side is the one-page comic, and then that's it.
0: Oh okay.
1: Yeah, so you if you want to finish the whole story, you actually have to get all six issues. Ah. Yeah. Um I knew someone who was at San Diego Comic-Con and they are picking and they picked me up three. I got red, pink, and black.
0: Nice.
1: Yeah, so I might get those framed and then just hang them up on the wall or something like that when it's, we get our own place. Be a nice little Fair. thing. And yeah, I it would gotta, be actually kind of cool. Yeah, and I just got to get the other three, and that'd be perfect.
0: No, every time you walk into the room with those in there, it has to be like, Go, go, Power Rangers! <laughs> boop, 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 go, go, Power Rangers! And you're like, what kind of recording is that? So yeah, Steve just sent me this <laughs> CD, and every time people walk into the room, I have to play it.
1: What the hell's a CD?
0: MP3 player.
1: the hell's an MP3 player? MP4. Dude, I just listen to music on my phone. <laughs> Believe it or not, I don't have that on my phone.
0: Well, um, that's freaking awesome. I like it. I yeah. think it's really kind of cool. I like how they're doing, like, the original Rangers, too.
1: Yeah. Um, I kind of wish they would have done something, you know. With, I'm hoping, like, after, like, a while, they'll do the... Uh, they'll do the first few Rangers and then they'll do the newer seasons and whatnot.
0: They probably will. I mean, if no, first off, you're probably going to get a bunch of the hardcore, like old school fans that are going to jump into this going like, yeah, this is awesome. And then you're going to like, be like, Oh, here's, here's the rest of the, I mean, they got so much to pull from, so I, mean, I don't think they're going to. Yeah.
1: I mean, they got over 20 seasons to deal with, but the thing is like a lot of us hardcore older fans, we want to see some of the other seasons. Cause like, a, yes, a lot of people love the original season because that's what everyone grew up with. Mm-hmm. But me, that's not my favorite season.
0: What's your favorite so season?
1: It's uh, Lightspeed Rescue.
0: Okay. Okay. I was about to say, if you said Turbo, I might have to not be frustrated. Oh, hell no.
1: Everyone knows that, one's, that season sucks. Okay, good. Yeah, that season sucked. So All anyways... Right.
0: Uh, I guess Batman. we'll get into it. Yeah, Batman uh, Forever. The uh, the elusive yeah. bat nipples when they came in.
1: Yeah, and the uh, it was my bad. The article actually says Batman Forever. It was uh, me typing, not giving a shit about Batman. Oh,
0: it's so hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> Come
1: on, it's man. Batman. I don't care. Oh, and speaking of Batman, we will not be revealing any more uh, spoilers for the Batman video game. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, why? <laughs> so uh, a fan. Of ours had tweeted a thing saying, uh, dodging a uh, Batman Arkham spoilers, like, and they should like a little gif of a guy on a double decker bus and the trees coming right for his face and like basically hits him in the head. Okay, so we may have spoiled a few things. I mean,
0: uh, well, okay, I, I, will, I understand that, but we did say spoilers. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, I will say this I was just, just joking. Alfred is not really the Arkham Knight.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's Wonder Woman. Oh shit! Fuck. Um, I am wait. not very good at this.
1: Uh, <clears throat> it's okay. So, anyways, back to Batman nipples.
0: Yes. So uh, Val Kilmer yeah. in Batman Forever, he was the first. Now, the joke I made was the reason why the bat nipples were there was because of for Batman and Robin because he was fighting Mister Freeze and Bing. <laughs> but of course, these were actually made in the Val Kilmer. Which is so funny when I had to tell people that, yeah, Val Kilmer was Batman once. And everyone's like, no, he wasn't. I'm like, don't (laughs) talk to me. Anyway, so, uh, was it like Bob Kane walking around talking about where's my nipples?
1: Yeah. Well, no, basically what happened was this was an interview piece to promote the film before the release, back in 1995. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jim Carrey, who was playing the Riddler in the movie, recalled that it pissed off Bob Kane the late Bob Kane, of course, being the creator of Batman, he was walking around going, I never put nipples on a Batsuit. Whoever heard of nipples on the Batsuit? <laughs> so, they knew that there was something going on back then. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the decision was made by director Joel Schumacher's ultimate, uh, it says here in the scene, he said that Bob Kane doesn't understand why Chris O'Donnell has an earring and Batman has nipples. And he said that it was the 90s Bob pumped up. So basically, uh, here we go. He said, added that, I wanted a very sexy, very sensual, very body-hugging suit. It's my Gotham City, and if I want Batman to have nipples, he's going to have nipples. Jeez. So there you go. That's why Batman had nipples.
0: <laughs>
1: Apparently, it's supposed to be a Batman porno.
0: Probably. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm Batman, and here's my Batarang. Where's your pants, Batman?
1: In my utility belt.
0: Alfred, could you knock it off? <laughs> yes, sir.
1: So, I, I saw the article and I was like, you know what? I got to share this. It, so many people have been arguing over this thing for quite some time. I think it's time we put it to rest.
0: But uh, speaking of the reincarnation of Batman, uh, the arrow has a couple <laughs> of new things added to uh, the list.
1: Yes. Uh, First off...
0: Um, uh, yeah, which one do you want to dive into? This one?
1: Yeah, we'll go to that one first. Basically, they want Constantine to be on Arrow.
0: Now, do they just want the character Constantine, or do they want the actual the guy who played...
1: I, I think they want the guy who played Constantine to come on and play Constantine.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I don't see... Why not? DC pretty much owns the characters, yeah. so...
1: I mean, just because NBC was taking care of the show, I mean, they dropped the ball on that. I mean, I never watched the show. I watched the first episode, never watched anything else past it. I kind of wish I'd watched more. I maybe will eventually. But as of right now, I mean, if they put Constantine on Arrow, CW could be like, hey, you know what? Fans really like this. Let's pick this up because Constantine is more of a CW style than anything else. I mean... It looks just like uh, Supernatural. Supernatural,
0: and you could literally market it that way, where you have so Supernatural, and then right afterwards Constantine, or Constantine, and then Supernatural. Like you put those on the same night. Like mm-hmm. that's like a no brainer. Like exactly. Which I know everyone really wants to know our expertise on, you know, having to run a network, but uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I thought that was kind of cool um, that you know, they said they want to get them on there. So, and the other thing was that they have Mr. Terrific is coming to Arrow. Yes, now, I saw that. Let me ask you, do you know who Mr. Terrific is?
0: Yeah, he's terrific. No, um, <laughs> actually, <laughs> honestly, I have no idea who the character is. So. All right.
1: Um, basically, he's an African-American superhero. He's got a T on his face. One of his superpowers is that technology cannot see him. Ah. I remember that from the – was Crisis on Infinite Earths, basically him and a few other characters had to go onto, like, the satellite to shut down the OMAC project. And he was one of them, and he basically just, like, walked right on. They're like, aren't you worried about anything? He's like, no, one of my powers is that technology cannot see me. He's got, like, these floating orbs circling around him, so that's kind of cool. I guess they're called the T-orbs. Okay. Yeah, so... So
0: so, what will his, his role be in with Arrow, then? Is
1: show uh, it says here, uh, let's see here, it says, see. In Arrow, EW describes Holt as an inventor who works for Palmer Technologies under Felicity Smoke. Ah. It was also revealed at San Diego Comic-Con that this version of Mr. Terrific will be gay. Okay. So, I fully support that. I think that's kind of cool that they're taking a spin on things. Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. It says here the guy whose plan is Echo Kellum. I never. Because seen. he was
0: on a show called Ben and Kate. Uh. One point. Never heard of that.
1: Nope. So. So let's see here. New season of Arrows debuts October seventh, and Kellum is scheduled to debut in the subsequent episodes. So. He'll probably be in the uh, very first episode of the season, so that's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, they never actually... Yeah, I'm trying to think. I think this will actually be his first uh, on-TV screen appearance, so that's kind of cool.
0: Yeah, that is kind of cool, because I think the only thing they've ever done with him really is... uh, I think he might have been in the Justice League uh, cartoon show, maybe?
1: Yes, he was in there, um, back in Justice League Unlimited. When Martian Manhunter went, took a leave of absence, he took over for Martian Manhunter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because he's super smart and whatnot. Very cool. And speaking of new castings, this one I found to be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam Smasher is coming to Flash, but that's not the interesting part. The interesting part is the character who's, the actor who's going to be portraying him. Yeah, I
0: just, I'm reading the article now.
1: Now, have you been following wrestling? I have not. Um, Last thing I really remember was Edge being a huge douchebag. Just so everyone knows, Edge, the wrestler, will be playing Adam Smasher. Ah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So, I thought, I'm like, okay, that's an interesting casting, um, I wonder if they're actually going to have him have this mask or if he's actually going to be the Adam Smasher or if it's just going to be like the character and then he's going to become the Adam Smasher later on or what's going to happen. But I'm going to say this right now. If they do get him to become Adam Smasher, a fight between him and Firestorm would be awesome.
0: That would be pretty cool.
1: <clears throat> oh, here we go. He will appear in the season premiere currently filming and contrary to what the name might suggest, he's not on the good guy side. Ooh. So they're actually going to make him a villain, which actually kind of makes sense because, like I said before, Edge is a douche. Oh, man. Let's see here. It says, CW describes his character as one of the most powerful enemies we encounter this season. Adam Smasher has come to Central City to kill the Flash. His incredible strength and ability to grow to enormous size makes him more than a match for Flash and the entire Star Labs team will have to come together to find a way to defeat him. In the comics, Atom Smasher is a hero. Grandson to the villain uh, Cyclotron. He is godson to Al Pratt, the Golden Age hero known as the Atom before Ray Palmer took the name, and prior to becoming Atom Smasher. So, yeah. Um, I think this is a a great way to start the first episode.
0: Yeah, I'll say. Um, But I will say this, too. So, uh, another p- picture was leaked. I know this uh, isn't on the... Uh, oh, it is on the thing. where That's the next one lined up. Is the Flash debut as a new costume. <laughs> Never mind. I'm going yep. to read the show notes. <laughs> um, honestly, do you steal only, I only see one difference.
1: Is it the white? Yeah. Yeah. That That's really the only difference. I think... Uh, now, obviously, there's a glare in the image, so I'm thinking maybe the suit might be a little bit more red popping, but I don't know. Yeah. But the circle it now has a white circle with the lightning bolts, So I think it looks kind of cool. It, no, it looks, definitely...
0: no, it looks great. Like, I, I love it. I mean, I like the costume in the beginning too, and stuff like that. I mean, I thought the red was a little off, but other than that, it was just like, well, it's his first, you know, season, let them do what they need to do. But then the like, Davey is the new costume. like, Oh, are they going to have like, maybe some of the lightning bolts on it now or something? I was just like, here's his white symbol. I was like, Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Now I'm reading the, uh, I'm reading the article. It says, while it's not reinventing the wheel of the costume from the inaugural season, the new costume has several key differences, notably the presence of a white circle around Flash's lightning bolt emblem. I love how they say several key differences, and that's the only one that they mention.
0: And they can't talk about the other
1: ones or something? I don't know. Um, so he's still got his lightning bolts uh, ear things, so... Mm-hmm. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. I mean,
0: well, I'll put it this way: they keep changing the arrow suit every season. So,
1: seen the new arrow suit though?
0: Yeah, the new one looks great, though. That's what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. they, but I'm just saying, like every season, it seemed like the arrow has a new suit. He has a new suit. Here's another suit. Now they finally like, I think I'm gonna stick with this one. No, in season five, you get another suit. You're gonna be the blue <laughs> arrow. Wait, what? Yeah, we're just doing everything with the suit. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Let's see here. Um. See, pictures released for X-Men Apocalypse.
0: Yes, uh, yeah, that was an Entertainment Weekly, right? Yep.
1: Now, have you seen the joke that Apocalypse looks like Ivan Ooze from the Power Rangers movie? Yes. Now, if you look at the pictures, the very first one, it's the cover of Entertainment Weekly. He's not actually purple. He's actually blue. Oh,
0: I'm colorblind, so I always thought he was
1: purple. Uh, well, in the image, he looks purple, but I think it's just because of just the lighting. Not to mention you're looking at Psylocke and Storm, who both seem to be wearing some kind of purple. So mix that with him and he looks purple. Mm. But on the cover, he's definitely blue. But what's also really cool is on the cover is also Magneto and his costume definitely finally has more red in it. Yes. So he definitely looks more like the Magneto we see in the comics.
0: Yes, that is true.
1: And And Psylocke's costume looks Dead on perfect. Okay,
0: now, I don't know what everyone's fucking problem was. We were – sorry, Kyle's mom. Uh, I just dropped the F-bomb. And we were doing so good. Uh, Yeah, so everyone was jumping down. Everyone was getting so pissed off with her being Psylocke, uh, Olivia Munn. What else um, has she been in? Okay, Olivia Munn. First off, she was on Attack of the Show. A long, long time ago. Uh, She's a huge nerd and everything like that. Then she was also in a show called Newsroom. Yeah, nope. But uh, like, so she knows the, she knows the material. Yeah. She's a geek girl and everything yeah. that. So I don't I know mean, why people
1: are. I saw her on Conan O'Brien when he was at San Diego Comic-Con. He had the whole X-Men cast on and they were talk he was talking to her and she was like, he, they showed a picture of the comic book version of Psylocke. And he's like, now how close is your costume to that? Mm-hmm. She said, my costume is dead on. The only difference is I don't have these and points to her boobs. because in the uh image her boobs were like 10 times the size of her head but so i'm looking at this again like you even see in like the cover issue of entertainment weekly she's got the little energy dagger thing coming out of her fist and yeah it looks perfect one of the closest adaptations to a comic book costume probably in the x-men universe ever so
0: Yeah, like, they're really getting the costumes down. Like, I mean, Mm -hmm. granted, it took them this long to finally do, like, an actual thing. But now the other question I have now with Apocalypse. Now, do you think this is going to be his entire form throughout the movie? Or do you think he's going to become that huge?
1: Well, we saw him at the end of Days of Future Past as, like, a young boy. So I wouldn't be surprised if we saw, like, some type of incarnation of his comic book version somewhere in the middle.
0: Yeah, because I think it's, like, right now he's kind of like a pharaoh, you know, yeah. like.
1: Now, I was looking at some other pictures, and, again, I love the fact they gave Storm her mohawk in this. Yes. Uh, I was like, Halle Berry, I don't think I'll pull this off, but this chick here can.
0: So. Yeah, this is going to be really interesting to see, uh, and, again, mm-hmm. this comes out, like, in May. If It's, like, <laughs> right right in the beginning of May we get Civil War. Yep. And then we get this at the end of May, so we're just like, yeah, man, it's going to be a great year for freaking comic book movies.
1: So uh, next picture, they got Quicksilver looking at uh, Mystique. Yes. And I love the fact they're bringing back Quicksilver. I think it's awesome. Me too. And uh, I was just reading an article the other day saying that basically he's going to have a more fun and elaborate scene than he did in Days of Future Past. Holy crap, that's going to be nuts. I know, so the I can't Days wait for Because yeah, Days of Future Past was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. See, next image has something with Magneto and some flannel shirt. I don't know what's going on there. The next one has Mystique, Charles, Beast, and uh, Havoc in the Cerebro room. And the girl in the background, I don't know. But I do know I was reading that they are bringing back – um, what was her name? Uh, McTaggart from the first movie. Yes. She was the love interest of Charles, and then at the very end of the movie, he basically mind-wiped her so that she couldn't remember anything. Yes. And so that was why she wasn't in Days of Future Past, for those who couldn't remember, like me, who had to Wikipedia her in the middle of the night because he couldn't figure out why the hell she wasn't there. Um. <laughs> Things I do when I'm bored and I can't sleep.
0: Oh, oh, I thought it was just like, is that just keeping you up all night? be like, I need to know this!
1: <laughs> well, you know, when you can't, when I can't sleep, I, my mind goes like a million different places, and I have to know the answers so I can finally go to sleep.
0: That's true, yeah. Now, that happens to me when I'm trying to remember something. If I don't look it up right away or whatnot, I'll wake up in the middle of the night and just scream out the name.
1: Yeah, and the final image is of Storm Apocalypse and Psylocke, the main one where it looks like news
0: Yeah, so, I mean, I I don't know. I'm looking forward to the movie and stuff that. I just think it's Mm. so weird, like, I guess just because you have the internet, you can voice your opinion, which is fine. But I just love how so many fanboys are just, like, angry about, like, some stupid stuff. I'm like, okay, uh, okay, I'll put it this way. When we got our first X-Men movie, Uh when we got our first X-Men movie, like, I was stoked, Okay huh. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, they're actually treating this like a comic book. They're not, like, trying to Batman and robbing it up or some crap like that, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're actually taking it almost kind of seriously, like, and that's the thing. It's like a lot of comic books are pretty serious. Like, don't get me wrong. It's all fantasy and stuff like that, but they are pretty good with their story. So I'm kind of happy that, like, they were able to finally get their footing with that and we're finally getting these movies. That's why I'm like – I don't, like, now I'm in the stage where I'm just like, look, we're getting a fucking movie. I'm like, okay, everyone has to keep on bitching complaining about Batman v. Superman and stuff like that. I'm like, first off, this is the first time we're getting both these people on, on the big screen. Second of all, they're going to fight each other. I don't care if you guys are like, why are they fighting? It's like, they fight all the fucking time in the comics.
1: <laughs> it's true. They do. Any crossover, the very first issue, at least, they're always fighting.
0: And what I love is, like, okay, so they're bitching and complaining about Batman and Superman fighting. Okay, a month later from that movie, Captain America and Iron Man are going to be fighting. So what are you bitching about? Get off your high horse, Americans.
1: Yeah. A second. I'm looking something up real quick, because I'm curious about how many superhero movies are coming out next year.
0: Uh, Well, off the top of my head, I know Deadpool, Batman v. Superman. We got X-Men Days of Future Past Uh, and Civil War.
1: Uh, Okay, here we go. Um. Let's see here, 2015 uh, uh, that's this year, sorry 2016, Deadpool mm-hmm. Batman v yeah. Superman, Captain America Apocalypse Suicide Squad That's right. Doctor Strange
0: Oh shit, that's coming out next year?
1: Yeah, it says here November 4th Crap, okay Wait, is this what the new Spider-Man lineup or is this the old one? I think this might be the old one because, right. yeah, this is the old one because it still says Amazing Spider-Man 3 Right, let's see if I can find one here that's more up to date. Yeah, they're still saying Doctor Strange. Let me just make sure here. And then they're also saying Sinister Six, but I don't know what's going on there anymore, so. Yeah. Strange. All right, so based off of all the trailers that we've. Seen for the movies and whatnot, and everything we've seen besides Doctor Strange. So, Civil War, Deadpool, Apocalypse, Batman vs Superman, and Suicide Squad. Which one are you most looking forward to?
0: Um, well, honestly, I'm looking forward to all of them, but of course, the one I'm most excited for—we get right out of the gates, right in the beginning of the year—is Deadpool. I'm like. This is the first time we get to see, and probably the second one after that, I would have to say Suicide Squad, because, again, we're finally getting to see a bunch of characters we have not seen mm-hmm. before on the big screen. So it's going to be kind of interesting, I think.
1: Yeah, Um, I think, obviously, for me, Deadpool, followed by probably Civil War. Yes,
0: yeah, so that's another one. Like It's like another toss-up there, because it's like this is like another big movie with a shit ton of superheroes in it. So, but we'll see what happens. But I guess we'll talk about the final little story we have. It's nothing too big. And then Kyle and I will dive into the meat and potatoes of this, this podcast. Yeah. Of a little movie. A little movie that seemed to be in a big proportion. Ah! Sorry.
1: Not laughing. Not laughing at all.
0: of thought it was hilarious. He had a smirk on his face. Anyway, uh, no, so anyways, no. uh, this is the girl from Trainwreck.
1: Yeah, uh, Amy Schumer. Amy uh, I she's I ne- go ahead.
0: I'll go ahead. I was about to say, like, I've never heard of this woman ever before in my life.
1: She's got her own show on Comedy Central
0: that's what i've heard so uh, yeah. like i'm not saying like it like like i totally brushed it off like i literally had no idea who this person was so i'm one of those right. people where i'm like oh what what's going on so um so yeah actually matthew did see uh matthew from the fro show and socially awkward he actually saw a train wreck before he came out like yeah. he had a sneak peek thing nice said it was really funny it was really raunchy and really funny so he said it was a, he was like it's a good you know flick so uh so apparently lucas is pissed off about all this
1: uh, Disney and Lucasfilm are pissed off for her GQ magazine shoot. So it's not like she just did these photos for fun. She did this for like an actual magazine, GQ. Yeah. Um, for those who don't know what we're talking about, basically she took like a bunch of photos that are Star Wars themed. And they're quite, I guess, you could say raunchy, it is I guess a word. I mean, that's the word that they're using. Uh, they're pissed off. They're like, we did not condone this. We did not sanction these. Uh, she did not ask for our, our permission or whatever. So we have nothing to do with these. Uh, first picture off the bat is her laying in bed topless with C-3PO and R2-D2. Basically, they oh, just have to some... I don't know why C-3PO's got like a freaking blowtorch in his hand.
0: Because I have to solder my penis back on.
1: Oh, dear. Wow. Uh, the cover's got her in a Slave Leia outfit sucking on C-3PO's finger. Mm-hmm.
0: The next one is, uh, she's doing, like, the Rockettes with a, yeah, uh, Stormtrooper.
1: Yeah, nothing wrong there, really.
0: Yeah, no, it's just, it's just, I think she's just having fun with it.
1: Yeah, I mean, the next one, her Chewie, C-3PO, and R2-D2, they're in a gay bar. And she's just che- on- Yeah. Yeah, yeah pretty-
0: Chewie seems to be the bear in that picture. <laughs>
1: Uh, she's dancing on the table, having fun in the an Leia outfit from the first movie, and then the last one's got her sucking on a lightsaber, which really I, I feel like that would just go right to the cheek.
0: Yeah, and then I guess it even says down here that uh, Schumer didn't mean to disrespect Lucas Films with these photos; are just supposed to be funny, weird, and provocative, like uh, Schumer's uh, and her comedy basically. And the fact she chose these characters of the testament of. The cruel significant is kind of a, a compliment, but Star Wars is owned by Disney and Disney family companies and they obviously wouldn't be cool with anyone even the biggest uh, comedian in the world uh filleting a
1: a, a a
0: lightsaber at this at least in public now,
1: but here's the problem I have with that Disney just bought one of the most sexualized uh things ever and that's Slave Leia Yeah So they really can't be too mad about this because Slave Leia is already one of the most sexualized... Iconic characters. Yeah. So the fact that they're pissed off, that she basically just made it sexier, I guess?
0: You know what? I don't even... To me, if anything happened, I would not have said anything. I would have just been like, kind of like... What uh, Lucas Films before it was bought by Disney, did with uh, uh, Seth MacFarlane and the Star Wars stuff. Like, yeah. they actually asked them, be like, hey, you guys going to do this? And they're like, oh, we can? Because like, they made so many Star Wars jokes during Family Guy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then Lucas actually enjoyed it. I mean, these people do have sense of humor. If I were you guys, I would just totally spun it and be like, this is hilarious. This is going to give us more press, you know. Let's talk to Amy Schumer and see if she can do anything else. You know, this just basically yeah. brings in more of an audience. I would – that's yeah. how I would spin it instead of trying to be this corporate like, oh, I don't find this hilarious.
1: Oh, this is disrespectful. Now, Maybe I can understand somewhat of a fact Disney, you know, they want to be a family-friendly thing and they don't want this to be connected to them. All they really had is to say, instead of saying that they did not approve, participate in, or condone the inappropriate use of the characters in this manner, all they had to say was Lucasfilm and Disney did not participate – in this so if you're going to complain to us about this don't we had nothing to do with this that's all they have to say they don't have to say that they're they don't have to say that they're pissed off
0: also I'll put it this way if you're uh, gearing these movies to kids what kids are picking up GQ magazine
1: is a very good point
0: and also who's picking up magazines in general we have phones
1: that's another good point point. Yeah, and the internet hence the reason why the yeah. phones are now on the internet
0: that's what I figure. I don't know. But you know what? Let people, I think yeah. people just want to find something to complain about.
1: Oh, great. All right. So we got all the news out of the way. I do believe it is time. Dun 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 dun. dun, dun. Kyle
0: and Steve do movie review.
1: Now, if you have not seen Ant Man the movie, I'm going to say this now. You can now stop listening.
0: Yes. Uh, I'm pretty sure after we're done talking about Ant-Man, the movie, uh, we will be ending the show. So if you yes. have not seen the Ant-Man movie right now, spoiler, 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 spoilers, spoiler, spoiler, spoilers, spoiler, spoiler, spoilers, 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 spoilers.
1: Yes. I
0: think spoilers. I got my... Oh, hold on. Hashtag spoilers. Hashtag lots and lots of spoilers. Hashtag don't come down on me. Don't come down on here. Don't come on my land and tell me you did not tell me about no spoilers.
1: Hashtag shut up, Steve.
0: Feelings hurt.
1: (laughs) I'm sorry. It was funny in my head. You you okay?
0: so Yeah, I'm fine. I'll live. Um, (laughs) So, Ant-Man. Right off the bat, wow. Uh, This is a character that I've greatly was like "Ah, Ant-Man why are we doing an Ant-Man movie who cares about Ant-Man like I really had no desire to see an Ant-Man movie
1: yeah I remember Um, early episodes of the podcast you were always just like I don't know why we're doing this I don't care about this movie I I yeah you were just constantly saying you wanted it to be a Netflix series and whatnot and uh, by the way I still think it would make a great Netflix series but
0: uh, (sighs) yeah then my attitude changed when they were going oh we're not doing the Hank Pym story Mm mm-hmm we're doing the Scott. And I go, wait, oh, I'm on board now. Because, honestly, to me, Hank Pym is kind of a jackass.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, he beat his wife.
0: Spoilers, not in this movie, though, because it's no, Disney. No, this is some comic
1: book spoilers that came out in, like, what, the 70s, 80s?
0: I know, but knowing people, they'll be like, hey, wait a minute. And then they'll, then they'll hit his back, I just saw Ant-Man. And there was no wife beating whatsoever. Oh. You guys are liars
1: technically it wasn't wife beating or anything like that. He hit her once and then that was it. There was no more hitting, but yeah. Yeah. So but
0: anyways, so I was on board after a couple of the trailers where I'm like, you know what? Uh, this looks like a, fu-. basically what it gave me, it gave me the feeling of gardens of the galaxy where are yeah. like, this is just going to be a fun movie.
1: Mm-hmm. And it was, it really was.
0: And It really was. So I will say this. Okay. Right off the bat when it's, when it opens, when it has the, like uh what was it like 1989? Yeah.
1: Yeah, nineteen um, isn't that the same year uh, Star Lord disappeared?
0: I yes it is. Yeah. Wow, oh, I didn't oh, I didn't even put that oh Kyle look at you Let me
1: let me make you sure that's a, the right year though. You got a gold star. It was either nineteen eighty nine or
0: nineteen eighty seven, because I know
1: Yeah, it was sometime in the nineteen eighties, that much I remember. Let's see here. Uh
0: but uh, uh, I do have to, yeah. What I do have to say though is like it shows you that, so it shows a younger version of Hank Pym. Great, great CGI on Michael Douglas right then and there. Um,
1: oh yeah, he came, he came and walking I, up
0: and I, What? Go ahead. I was gonna say, and he comes walking up, and I'm just all like, "Holy crap! Wow, it's Michael Douglas! Like he was in the like, what was it the Wall Street Money Talks or something? It
1: was or 1988. One was?
0: Oh, okay, 1988. So yeah. a year before. Mm-hmm. This goes down. So, um, yeah, I also like how they brought back the guy from Iron Man 2 to play Tony Stark's dad again. Um, yep,
1: and they brought back, uh, um, what the hell, uh, Agent Carter.
0: Yes, Agent Carter as yeah. well. So, uh, yeah, so great intro. I love that too. And uh, a great, great joke with that, with the guy, like, gives him, like, shit or whatnot. And you just see Hank Pym grab him, slam his head down on the thing. Mm-hmm. He goes, like, what the hell? And he's like, look, he just did that to you without the suit you really want to go more rounds where he's full size. Like, he
1: also, it was just like, you know, you dissed his wife. So you kind of deserve that.
0: Yeah. Kind yeah. of thing. So, um, yeah, hands down right off the bat with that. Uh, I liked, mm-hmm. uh, Michael Douglas. I think he did a really good job with the character. Um, let's see what else I'm trying to think. And then just, yeah, it comes to like our year and you get to see Scott like in the crap, to have him in prison. So, yeah. but apparently uh, that's just
1: like a ritual thing to when you leave prison.
0: Yeah. And I, I just and like right off the bat, right when it happens, like you see him get beat up and stuff, and then he kind of leaves. You're just slowly. already like, I was like, I'm, I like this guy. I like this guy already. Yeah. Like, I don't know anything about this character. Let's go. You know, kind of fun stuff. And then his his friend was really funny.
1: Hmm. Uh, what was it Louise? I think. Yeah. Fuck if I know. He's not a superhero, so I don't care.
0: Okay. Um. Uh, but <laughs> what do you what did you think about uh, the movie? Like, what what were your favorite kind of parts? And uh, I you um, probably saw more Easter eggs than I did. So.
1: Alright, well, I'll start off with the Easter eggs start things off with. Um, First one I noticed was when uh, Hank Pym goes to Pym Industries and the guy's given a lecture about Pym's legacy. And he basically says, uh, shit, I have to edit this now because I don't remember what the fuck it was and it's going to take me a second to look it up.
0: I don't think he said that, but... Well, anyway, so Kyle is looking for all this <laughs> Again, I'm editing. No, I know. Um, you know what it happens all the time to me right now? But, yeah, Um, let's see. Yeah, You had Pym Industry, which I thought was a cool, like, you know, because it's like you have Stark Industry, you have Pym Industry, you have, well, Shield we obsolete. Okay.
1: So first Easter egg I noticed was when Cross was given a speech about Pym's rumored shrinking technology saying it was propaganda. Tales to Astonish. Right there. Ant-Man's first appearance was in Tales to Astonish.
0: Uh, <laughs> I totally forgot about that.
1: So I thought that was kind of a cool little Easter egg. Uh, let's see here. What else did we have? Let's see here. Uh, obviously, Howard Stark... Is uh yes. played by the same guy from Iron Man 2, which I thought was great that they did that because obviously that's an older Stark from than the one that we're seeing in Captain America or Agent Carter. Yes. Uh the third guy in the meeting that he basically punched was Mitchell Carson. Um, who actually ends up becoming a villain. Let's see here. In Ant-Man comic specifically, Carson was an agent who was meant to take over the Ant-Man suit for S.H.I.E.L.D. The suit was actually wound up in the hands of the third Ant-Man, Erica Grady. This comic version of Carson is pretty different from the movie version, though they share at least one trait. They're both jerks. Um, <laughs> one of the things I noticed, though, was, and this is just like cutting way into the movie, near the end when uh, Cross gives them is showing them basically the shrinking formula and everything. Carson yeah. steals a bit of the pin Particles, and that's it. That's all we see of him. Yes. So they don't mention that again, so I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back later on as another villain. It
0: would be really interesting to see with that. But also, I, it, I also like the fact – what I actually kind of – what I will say about this it's uh, I didn't really feel this as a superhero movie. Mm-hmm. I felt it more as a heist movie.
1: Yeah, just with well, a really cool suit.
0: Yeah, like, it was, it really kind of threw me, like, I was like, like, it had superhero aspects to it and all that kind of stuff, but, like, Overall, like when I was seeing the first trailers, I'm like, "Wow, this is really like Iron Man." You know, it's like mm-hmm. I made a suit. I'm building a suit. I want your technology. It's my technology. Like this whole kind of thing. But it really, like, right when it gets started, you're kind of like, "Oh, wow, this is like really nothing to do with like being a superhero." It was more like I need to teach you how to use the suit, and then I need you to break in and steal this stuff and mm-hmm. destroy it and everything that kind of thing. So yeah. it was kind of cool to see like more of like a heist kind of aspect with superheroes.
1: But there was at least one superhero in the movie.
0: Yes, there was. Falcon. Now that I thought was funny. They were going down there like, um, this isn't a Stark building anymore. And then they pull up the picture and you notice it's the the Avengers, uh, the new the, the new facility. Yep.
1: New Avengers headquarters, which I thought was great because if you remember, we didn't get to see uh Falcon in his new costume for more than like 2 seconds at the very end of Age of Ultron. Yes. So the fact they brought him brought him in for this and you finally get to see his new costume and which was great it, I thought it was, the se- whole scene was funny um, now I saw a trailer right before this and it, the trailer was of Falcon he lands on the roof he's like um, who are you? he goes hey I'm Ant-Man he kind of looks at him, in front of him and he goes well Iron Man was taken they had cut that out of the movie but even still it was funny
0: yeah well I even liked that dude he's like I'm Ant-Man wasn't my name? Wasn't my my? I didn't pick the name.
1: Well, uh, that was the thing. They really didn't. Uh, he really didn't make fun of his name that often as much as they showed in the trailers. Yeah. Uh, there was supposed to be a part where uh, he's like, "I want you to be the Ant Man," and he'd be like, "Okay, but can we change the name?" They yeah. completely cut that out of the movie, so I was kind of surprised by that.
0: Also, I liked that uh, they they really edited the thing. as all like, "Look, I'm done breaking into places and stealing shit." It's like what do you need me to do? I need you to break into a place and steal some shit. But then the actual like TV trailer was stuff, so it was kind of funny. Yeah. Um yeah, I did like that. I thought it was great where like they're um they're doing some uh, mm-hmm. like the fight. I thought the fighting was really kind of cool what they did oh. with the technology
1: and stuff. Oh yeah, definitely. Um Now Hank Pym's keychain of the tank? Yes. Did you know that was a real tank? You know what?
0: they That's the thing. Like, right when it showed it, like, they really focused on it, like, in the very beginning, like, with something. Yeah. Like, he put his keys – No, when he put his keys in, like, the tray or whatnot. And yeah. I was thinking about it. I was all like, okay, there's going to be something with that tank. Like, I don't know what it is yet, but there's going to be something.
1: When Scott had first grabbed them, I'm like, I have a feeling that's an actual tank. And then when you see him again going into the building, and you just – they focus in on that tank. I'm like, that there – is an actual tank i lean over to my wife i'm like 10 bucks says that's an actual tank she goes yeah you're probably right (laughs) so when he showed when he's like here's our way out and i'm like son of a bitch but then when it's like grown and you still see the keychain part attached to it like super huge i'm like now that's actually detail
0: (laughs) yeah that was pretty funny i like that um yeah so yeah so hank uh not hank scott fights uh falcon uh to get the One device that they needed, which I thought was great. Mm -hmm. Um, There was also, actually, okay, so I'd never seen this guy, like, people were talking, people went through his IMDb and started shouting out stuff that he was in. Now, the guy who played Cross. Yeah. I've never seen him in anything. Nope. Neither have I. He was freaking good. He was. Like, he had, like, this stuff where he was just like, hey, you know, like, he's really, like, excited and energetic, but then he could, like, flip it off, just like, squat hey, stop fucking with me kind of thing. Like, tell me about the serum and stuff. Like, he had a way of just, like, he was able to switch things in a matter of moments, and I thought mm-hmm. that gave that, like, that villain, like, some good, like, kind of, fl- to me, I was like, ah, he might be giving Loki a little bit of run for his money at this point, because he had some really good, like, but then it was also kind of cool, because then they mentioned, like, how the serum kind of making him go crazy. hmm So, um, yeah, I'm trying to think what else was really cool, like, Easter egg-wise and stuff. Um, um, the
1: biggest Easter egg... Spider-Man reference.
0: Yes. And that was actually a cool part towards, so uh, we won't spoil too much. I mean, there's really some hilarious moments, especially the fighting in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, i thought it was great uh again kyle and i are not going to go through the entire movie we're just going to give you the bits bits yeah. and pieces that will tell us your reviews but yeah that last part where the guys all like well i know a guy who knows a guy he's looking for a guy and then the woman's all like what kind of guy is he looking for and they like sp- spouting off like different like superheroes like there's a guy who climbs walls you're like right when i was like oh my god spider-man like mm-hmm. right then and there I was like oh he's in the universe he's in the universe well, kind of thing
1: basically what they were saying the way that they did it was basically they're saying right now spider-man is just a legend in the universe he he's there he's swinging trying to save people but right now he's only just a legend people he's not like an official thing i think he'll become more official during civil war
0: yeah and then my favorite part though after the whole tail end of that like sequence or whatnot and it's all like so, so what do they say he goes they say yes <laughs> and then a lot of people are like like somebody I'll see it with like I don't get it it's like means yes they want him in the Avengers and they're like <gasps> oh
1: Now um, this one was are you a big SNL fan?
0: Oh, SNL fan, yeah.
1: All right. Um the taxi cab driver. Yes. Yes. Garrett Morris. Uh you, people may recognize him more from the show Two Broke Girls. Um he plays Earl. Basically There was a skit that they did a while back, and he played Ant-Man in the skit with all a bunch of other superheroes. So the fact that they put him in the movie, I'm just like, okay, cool. So they had technically three Ant-Man in the movie.
0: Yeah, no, that was freaking
1: hilarious, yeah. Because
0: when I saw him, I was all like, hey, wasn't that – I was like, oh, wait a minute. Isn't there that sketch?
1: Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I thought that was that was genius. I actually just watched that sketch uh yesterday night, and it was freaking hysterical.
0: Does
1: it hold up? Oh yeah, it was great. Although, like, they all treat like DC and Marvel are in the same universe, so I'm kind of like, eh. yeah, yeah. But I I got over it. I'm like, it's so funny. The fact they had Spider Woman in it was pretty funny.
0: But um, yeah, I'm trying to think uh, other uh, Easter sweet. eggs.
1: Um. Did you want to talk about the after credit scene or you want to leave that?
0: No, let's talk about it. Like we said, it's already spoilers cuz I thought it was awesome and I'm glad we got to see it. I'm actually glad they're bringing that character into it. So, mm-hmm. we get the post credit scene. So, I will say this. Avengers only had the post credit scenes. They didn't have anything after
1: it. Right. Uh, so, and mid- has Yeah, it has two. There's a mid credit scene and there's a post credit scene. Mid credit scene basically uh, Hank Pym shows his daughter Hope the wasp suit and is like your mother and I have been working on this for some time uh, only till now that I just realized we've been working on it for you so hopefully in the near future maybe Civil War we'll get to see the wasp
0: And which is also kind of cool because it kind of shows you like throughout this movie where it showed like, she already knew how to use a bunch of the stuff mm-hmm. so we're not really going to have to do this whole training thing with her right which is kind of cool. But I think the costume looked phenomenal.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I also thought the wasp suit that they showed of, his, of her mother was even better. Yeah. it wasn't. I wouldn't say better, but it was still pretty cool. It looked more like the original costume of hers. So, and I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure she's not dead.
0: Yeah, I don't think she's dead. And uh, yeah. they actually talked about a scene that they cut out, which it might be in the Ant-Man director's cut or whatever, maybe something like that, about talking about more of that universe that he dives into. Uh-huh.
1: I wouldn't be surprised Um, if there's a part where she runs into him and helps him, but then, you know, obviously he forgot everything when he came back, so. That
0: could have been a thing where it was, like, her saying, like, hey, you need to do this kind of thing, so. Mm -hmm. um, But, yeah, and then you got the ending credit scene, which I was like, oh,
1: shit. Yeah, basically Falcon and Captain America are talking, and you see Bucky trapped in, like, some type of, like, tool, whatever, his arms, like, clenched in there, and he can't move. Uh, you don't really know what's going on much, but basically they're like, you know, should we bring Stark in on this? And he's like, no, uh, something's preventing him from talking to Stark. And, you know, so basically I have a feeling this is actually an actual scene from Civil War. But then, you know, Falcon's like, oh, well, I know a guy. So, yeah. and he's referring to Scott Lang. So that's probably how they're going to bring in uh, Ant-Man. Ant-Man. So...
0: Yeah, so that's going to be actually kind of interesting. And actually, it'll be kind of interesting to see where it's like it, when Ant-Man joins the Avengers and they have him, like, training with everybody and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. um, But um, kudos to Scott Lang for taking out an Avenger on his first run,
1: you know? I know. Sorry, Falcon. That's not looking good for you. Yeah. Now, I don't know about you, but I was a little disappointed that they didn't have him grow.
0: Yes, which I'm curious if they, they might save that and start, and start using that within the next movie or so on and so forth.
1: Um, I'm hoping so because, I mean, I was kind of hoping for at least, like, some type of, like, Giant Man or Goliath thing going on at least just once. Have him, like, grow to, like, super size to take out Cross. Mm. But they didn't do it, so maybe the next movie. Because I have a feeling the schedule for Phase 3 might get a little messed up and they might add Ant-Man 2 into there somewhere.
0: Yeah, because I don't know if anybody really thought this movie was going to do as well as it's doing.
1: yeah. So, um, again, I love this movie. I highly recommend for people to go see it in theaters if you can
0: yeah if you if you have the if you have the cash or think that uh apparently what i've been hearing is go see it uh, i think eric berry actually saw it or ziggy saw it in 3d oh, nice. um and they said it really works well with the 3d so if you do have the extra cash i highly recommend it in 3d but this is this is what i said about gardens of the galaxy like this was a movie that was coming out that a lot of people were like what the hell is this and as soon as the mm-hmm. trailer came out i'm like this is just a movie you're gonna have fun with it's just it's just a fun yeah movie it's really just fun and entertaining. It's Mm -hmm. got, it's actually, you know, surprisingly it's got like, it's got some stuff where you're kind of like, you do care about these characters. It does have humor in it. It has action in it. So it's, it's just a lot of fun.
1: Mm Hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, another thing I really loved about the whole thing was the fact that they actually put Scott Lang's daughter in it. Yes. Because for those who actually know comics, Cassie, his daughter actually becomes a superhero. She's part of the young Avengers. She's stature. She, uh, basically grows and shrinks mm. um again for those who don't know the comics scott lang actually does die in the comics um it was uh during avengers disassembled and it was like issue 500 or something and what happened was the scarlet witch basically just went crazy and killed hawkeye and scott lang Well, Scott Lang's still dead in the comics, but Hawkeye eventually comes back. So, and that kind of whole thing there led into the whole House of M story, so, you know, uh, great read, for those who haven't read that. But Stature basically becomes, uh, she takes up her father's mantle and becomes a superhero, along with a couple other superheroes, and they perform the Young Avengers. Which, that is probably one of the greatest comic book stories I can ever recommend to people is the first run of Young Avengers. It, it's different. It's it, it's just really, really good. So I highly recommend it. I think it's only like 12 issues because they ended up ending it, but it was like one of the it was like one of the first Marvel books I ever actually read, too.
0: Oh wow, look at you.
1: Yeah, when I first got my comic books, I had a pull list and all I had was like Teen Titans and a couple DC books because I only wanted DC books at the time. Well, uh, when I went to go pick up my books, there was two random Marvel books. It was Young Avengers number I want to say ten or eight or somewhere around there, and New Avengers number twelve. I read both and I fell in love, and that's what kind of started my whole Marvel thing. So Very nice, I. I highly recommend if you can find a trade or just individual issues on eBay or whatever, pick them up. It's a great read.
0: Very, very cool. Well, I hope to see Ant-Man in more movies or get another movie. So, I mean, Marvel, again, is knocking out of the park. Let's just hope DC can do the same when their movies finally get on track. And they actually – because we do want to see these movies. We do want to see, like, a Green Lantern Corps. We do want to see, you know Mm – we too want to see their universe grow like Marvel has, so it's I, I think it's just kinda of funny how a lot of people are just like, Oh these movies are gonna suck. I'm like, you guys just don't like things, do
1: you? Well I know what? all the DC movies are gonna suck, but that's just my opinion right there.
0: Oh come on. Superman Returns was great.
1: <laughs> uh, it was. Uh, anyway,
0: so Kyle, what would you give Ant Man? Uh, what are we doing? Like see, uh, five. Ant- five. What was it? Antoine's out of.
1: Oh, five. Antoine!
0: Antoine!
1: Ant- oh. oh, I forgot.
0: I was kind of hoping he would have had a line like that, oh. where he would have like been punching. I'd be like, "This is for this, and this is for this, and this is for Antoine."
1: Oh know that would have been awesome! Kind of like how they did in Avengers, like in this one, and this is for Phil.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. I would give the movie – I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10 Uh, Red Ants. 9 out of 10 Red Ants? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think I'd be giving it the same. I mean it's, a, it's just a fun
1: movie. It's a fun movie, action, comedy. It. It's not like the rest of your Marvel movies. It's It's got some comedy in it.
0: Which is actually kinda of surprising. Like now that it, now that you mentioned that, like it's actually kinda of good to see something different come out of Marvel.
1: Yeah. I mean Guardians of the Galaxy was different as well, don't get me wrong. So that was nice, but Ant Man was it was just a great movie. I I'm it's, sorry, I just can't stop saying how much how awesome yeah, it was. it's
0: just fun. So um yeah, so go ahead, go ahead and check it out, kids, if you haven't seen it. And I think that's gonna wrap up this episode unless Kyle, you have anything to add?
1: I am Groot.
0: Um, so, Kyle, where can to find you on the interwebs?
1: Well, you guys can find me on Twitter at Deadpool underscore Ranger. And if anyone's been wondering what the hell an underscore is, it's basically an underline of a space. So there you go. Oh, were people
0: asking you that?
1: No, but I have a feeling there's probably people out there like, what the hell's an underscore? Why can't I find him on Twitter? I don't know what an underscore is.
0: <laughs> Google uh. it. Of course, you can find us at LongboxCast on the uh, Twitter as well, and also at LongboxCast on Instagram. Uh, don't forget to check out all the other great shows on the 4i Radio Network. If you're looking for me on Twitter, I'm at Stephen Mooney Jr., and also on Instagram at S. Mooney Jr. Um, and I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode of LongboxCast. Kyle, do you want to take us away with those sweet, sweet, we're, yeah, dancing. Do,
1: do, do, do,
0: do, 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 I'm going to sing the new song now. Gonna be a mongoose <laughs> Uh
1: I was playing with my Deadpool pop vinyl thing. That's why he started doing the whole dancing thing for people. are were wondering what the hell just happened. Alright, sweet, sweet, magical words that Kyle says. Oh, is that it? No, no, no. I was, <laughs> I, I was preparing myself for this. Sorry. Long box cast. Too many issues for a short box.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, yo. Yeah. Cue that music! Hey, Steve. Yeah. Did you ever listen to my theme song from last week?
0: Yes, it was amazing. I yeah. can show you the world
1: shining shimmer.
0: Oh, wait, I'm doing Aladdin right there. Never mind.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, don't worry. I did the same thing a couple times, too. But uh, <laughs> so far, no complaints against the song, although one person was like, I can't hear you singing. I'm like, that's by design. <laughs> I took, I took my words, and I basically just, like, muted them down to being super quiet, and then I just put, like, this, the song next to it, be just a little louder, so that's why I'm like, if you can hear the words, that's all you need. Just you can always
0: don't. make, like, a music video with uh, subtitles or something like that. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, oh,
1: oh, oh, you,
0: look at the stuff, isn't it neat? I don't know.
1: Yeah, no, God, no. I, I can't sing, okay? It's yeah. All right. I just have, like, a nasally voice thing that just does not work. My wife even hates it when I sing.
0: Well, don't do karaoke.
1: I never plan on it. The only time I ever sing is when I'm in the car, alone. Alone, in the dark, I sing. Although, if my wife's in the car with me, she won't let me sing. Oh, wow. Yeah, but it's okay. I sing inside of my head. (laughs) <laughs> uh, Man, I'm our post-credit,
0: our, our post-credit stuff. People are like, "Why do I even stay for this?"
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if people do stay for this. Probably not. Okay, you know what? If people actually know about the post-credit scene, send us a tweet or a Facebook comment or something, just letting us know that you actually listen to these. Because if not, then.
0: Oh. I just came up with a great thing to do now.
1: Ooh, ooh. What is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? What is so it? So for
0: the long box cast cast that we want to put together, the you box. Mean the long box box? He, well, yeah. but well, no one's going to listen to this anyways. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but what I mean is, like, we would have to tell them, it's like, okay, now that we have the box put together and everything like that, tell us what your favorite post-credit was on our show. <laughs> if you'd be like,
1: wait, what? No, no, no. No. Let's make that question during the post-credits. Yeah, that's so yeah. so basically we could be holding on to this box for like ever because no one knows about the post credits. They just hear the theme song and then whatnot and be like, Okay, it's over.
0: Well, that's what we're gonna find out.
1: Despite the fact that there's like probably like an extra like two minutes on their podcast recording saying, You have two minutes left. When why the hell is the theme song playing? <laughs>
0: Who knows? But it's just what we do.
1: It's what we do. It's what we do. It we're a verb. what you do yeah we put
0: uh we put easter eggs at at the end of things
1: mine's filled with candy
0: mine's filled with
1: aids whoa yeah deep things got dark really quick i know you know it'll make things better what devil holding a chimichanga
0: (laughs) post credits